This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Making Moves. I am so excited for this episode because I've been wanting to do a solo podcast like this for a while. And basically, you saw the title. We're going to play We're Not Really Strangers with myself because I feel like, I don't know, like I share so much on the internet, but I feel like y'all don't like know me the way obviously I know me or like some of my friends know me. So I feel like this would be a good start for you to get to know me more on a deeper level. Does that make sense? Anyway, I'm so excited about this. Y'all know I'm like the biggest We're Not Really Strangers fan ever. I love the game. It's basically one of those games that you get at like Target or Amazon or wherever and it's like a card game and you pull out a card. It's great. It's typically played with like a different like a stranger or someone you know or like someone you're getting to know. I play it with my friends all the time and basically how the game works is you just pick a card from the stack and you read it and the other person answers. So I'm going to be playing it with myself. So let's get into it. By the way, I have this game in real life, but we're going to play it from the internet because I forgot the cards today. The first question is, finish the sentences. Strangers would describe me as blank. Only I know that I am blank. So I have to fill in the blanks. Strangers would describe me as... I feel like strangers would describe me as outgoing, I don't give a fork, confident. Like, that's how strangers would describe me. I only know that I am low-key sensitive. (laughs) I feel like I'm realizing this recently. Like, I feel like I used to think I would never admit that I'm sensitive because I used to think it was such a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, I'm actually trying to embrace it more. And like tell people when something that they say or do hurts me uh, because then it just makes my life better. Like being like, hey, by the way, that like kind of bothered me. And then they're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like it's good to be in tune with your emotions. But I feel like I definitely have this like I'm TK. I'm juicy. I don't give a fork mentality, which I definitely can channel. And like that isn't inauthentic. It's just that deep down, like. I am sensitive and I am a cancer. So it makes sense. But yeah, that's the first one. Kind of fun. I'm like nervous admitting admitting that I'm sensitive. Like how dare I admit that I'm sensitive? (laughs) 
I don't know why. I feel like I just grew up in a family where like we didn't embrace crying like or being upset. Like it was just like shove under the rug was the way to go, which I feel like in some scenarios like that is good. Like just move on. Like who cares? Um, But I think it is okay to be upset about something and like let someone know. So I'm trying to do that more. What does prioritizing your mental health look like in this chapter of your life? Get specific. I'm just going to be kind of honest. Like, I feel like I don't deal with mental health like some of my friends do. Like, I don't, I I feel really grateful. Like, I, I definitely deal with anxiety, but like not, I don't really have depressive episodes or struggle with depression. Um if at all, let alone like the way my friends do. So yeah, I just want to like put that on the table because the way I deal with my mental health is obviously going to be way different than with someone that like deeply struggles with depression or anything else mental health related. How am I prioritizing my mental health right now? Honestly, having alone time and saying no to things. I feel like I my entire life I have put others before myself which is a great quality to have but I it's just time to like prioritize me and like even if it's someone's birthday even if it's someone's party they've been planning even if it's this event like whatever like if I need to stay home and like rest that's for my mental health and for my mental sanity and to help my social battery like I don't know I feel like I used to be like I felt so obligated to go everywhere and because I didn't want to miss an opportunity or just like I didn't want to let my friends down or let whatever. And I feel like prioritizing my mental health means telling myself I'm not letting my friends down by saying no to going to things. It's just because I need my alone time and I need space and time to think and time to veg out. Like I feel like I never give myself that. So yeah, that's what prioritizing my mental health looks like. I think also journaling has been huge for me and getting off my phone. And the only way I will get off my phone is if I have something else that's distracting me. So like coloring, reading, watching a show, cooking, all of those things have been really helping. What's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical? I feel like probably my parents' divorce. I just had never dealt with anything like that. And especially so close to home. Like, I feel like I went through a really big breakup. It kind of fucked me up for a little bit. But, like, nothing compared to my parents' divorce. I always say it's like they divorced me (laughs) to my friends. Because, like, I find during, like, I use comedy to, like, cope with trauma or just, like, serious things. So I'm always like, yeah, when my parents divorced me on Horror Nights that one year. (laughs) Which, like, literally is true. Um, I went to Universal Horror Nights and I was like, nothing can scare me. But yeah, I just, I felt so shocked and confused and I like questioned. It felt like everything. I looked up to my parents so much and I was like, so this is obviously going to happen to me. If this happened to you guys. And I looked up to you so much. It's definitely fucked me up with dating. I don't know. It's just scary. In my head, I'm like, I can imagine getting married I can't imagine staying married (laughs) or like finding someone I like for the duration of a marriage of a lifetime. Like just because I'm like, if my parents are great people, this is like how I think. If my parents are great people and I look up to them as people so much, 
and they raised such a good family and everything was perfect. Not that it was perfect, but like in the grand scheme of things, it was fucking great. And that didn't work out. Like how in the hell would that happen to me? So that's kind of how I think. So yeah, that was the worst non-physical pain I've ever been in. (laughs) Unfortunately. This is a great question. I'm going to need time to think about it. How can you become a better person? How can I become a better person? I'm really trying to think. I'm like, I can't think of anything. I'm just like so fabulous. No, I'm kidding. Um, How can I become a better person? I don't know why this is coming to me. And it's kind of similar to a previous answer. But like, I feel like I let a lot of things slide. And I'm like almost too happy-go-lucky all the time. Like I'm like oh, it's fine that that person kind of wronged me or wronged a friend or whatever. I just like, I let a lot of people get away with a lot of things. And I genuinely think I could be a better person. Like, that's not always the right thing to do. I think I could be a better person by standing up for myself, standing up for others. Like, I definitely am more comfortable standing up for others than myself. But I still think that would help that person learn and become a better person if I was a better person and like stood up for myself and told them like that wasn't right or that was wrong or, you know, we should go over this or fix this or whatever. I feel like that's me not speaking up and like, and I'm talking about the little things. Of course, when there's a big thing, I like speak up. But when there's like little things, I feel like I let too much slide and I need to be more upfront about even the little things because those pile up on each other. Those little things pile up on each other and eventually it's a, it becomes a big thing. So I'm really trying to not be afraid of like the minor con- consequences that that'll have. Like me speaking up or standing up for myself or others because I think in the long run it's going to be a way bigger consequence and that's not worth it. So... I think that's how I can be a better person. I'm sure there's a gazillion other things I can do, but that's what's like kind of resonating with me right now. And like not being afraid to disagree because I feel like our generation is so, like canceling someone is so normalized, which is so bananas for doing like one silly little thing. Whereas like if we just like brought up beforehand when they kind of did something a little bad here and there or whatever, I know this is like, This can be taken out of context in a bad way. But I don't know. I just feel like I should be better at standing up for myself or or being okay with disagreeing and being like, hey, I didn't think that was good that you did that. And being okay to disagree, I guess. Finding the comfort in the uncomfortable positions. Oh, this is a crazy question. What insecurity of yours holds you back the most? There's a bunch of different ways. I feel like it used to be... (laughs) two things like I'm gonna say physical it used to be my double chin (laughs) and my acne because I feel like my like in high school I wanted to be a youtuber so badly and I just wouldn't upload because I would film everything and then I'd look back at the footage and I would hate the way I looked and it was always like my double chin which I just like from certain angles I just naturally have a worse one than others you know what I mean like, I still dead ass, guys, like, I want to get surgery right here. And you, I know you're watching this and you're like, TK, you don't need that. But, like, it, I don't know why. Like, I've definitely let it slide way more. Not let it slide. But I've accepted it way more. Like, that's just how I am. Like, 
But like, it definitely holds me back and I hate it. I still hate it. So I'm like, I want to fix it. <laughs> but I also don't want to get surgery. Like I want to like, I, it pisses me off when some people get surgery. But I'm also like, if that's an insecurity of yours, you're, you should be able to accept that. Or you should be able to change that or do whatever the fork you want with it. I don't know. This is like my inner dialogue. Yeah, I would say that like recently when I've been breaking out, like it just refers or like makes me not want to film because I don't want to look at it in the edit. Those are more physical things. What's like a deep one? What insecurity of yours holds you back the most? Um, I feel like I hold myself back a lot with dating. Like I used to be such a like almost serial dater. Like I always had like a bunch of crushes. I always had a guy that I was like having a fling with or hooking up with or whatever. And like recently I feel like the doubt that it won't work out like holds me back. Like I'm like, oh, I'm not going to find someone so may as well not try, which is stupid. I need to keep my expectations high, but also like accept the fact that it's going to take a while to find someone good. I think also I've never really found anyone in Los Angeles that literally has ever piqued my interest <laughs> which is so sad so like that almost makes me insecure with dating in LA like I hate blaming the city but like I'm like what's what's going on here like what is it because I I have no problems finding guys that I like or that like me or like there's just like a connection everywhere else I go. And for some reason in LA, like I struggle so much. So I feel like knowing that I've struggled for such a long period of time in LA, like that kind of makes me insecure with putting myself out there. Cause I'm like, okay, clearly it hasn't happened in the last couple of years. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't mean to be a negative Nancy, but I'm just trying to be real, like, and realistic. Like that's how I think. So I'm trying to get better. I've realized that I just need to be like, this is in my schedule. I'm dating. It's just a full-time job and I need to accept that. Like if I want to have a boyfriend, which I'm like itching to have one as of recently, like I need to put the time and effort in. So yeah, I don't know. Do any of you guys feel like that way when you're dating in your city? Is this just a, an LA thing? Because I feel like I have this conversation with girlies in LA all the time who I think are so cool and so hot and have so much going for them and I'm like what's the problem like for some reason it's so hard to date here do you have problems like this in your city I honestly hope not I feel like every time I go home I go to New York I go to Chicago I go to Europe I find guys that I'm interested in and also I think it's like not only is it me not finding interest in the guys like I also feel like guys come up to me way more in other places versus like here. And I like being pursued. <laughs> like I go after literally everything I want in life. I am like slightly in a weird way reserved, but also not reserved with dating. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. 
that could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive, dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. In one word, describe how you feel right now. Tired? (laughs) I feel like I I just hosted my friend, my childhood friend Annie here for the weekend and it was so forking fun, but we did so much and I'm exhausted. And last week was a busy ass week of work. I didn't like get my weekend or my one day to like rejuvenate. So I'm just like trying to power through and I'm going out of town this week. I don't know. I'm tired. That would be the word. Who in your life can you be most vulnerable with? Ooh, I feel like low-key Alicia, (laughs) which is so silly, but like Alicia and Ashley, like I feel like I can just be my full self with and tell them anything. I feel like I can like be very real with my brother too or my mom, but like honestly not the way I can with Alicia and Ashley. I feel like they just get me on a deep level and I feel like I get them on a deep level. Sometimes with like family, as much as I'm like close with my family, it's easier to talk about things like without your family being involved. Like, I don't know. 
Are you missing anyone right now? Do you think they are missing you too? I feel like I miss my friend Libby, which I'm seeing her this weekend. So I'm so fucking excited. I haven't seen her in like months. And I don't know. I love Libby. I Y'all know how like important hometown friends are to me and just like friends that aren't in this industry. And honestly, that don't even live here because I feel like I get just like wrapped up in my bubble and so nice to like realize there's other issues there's bigger problems there's there's just so much outside of my bubble that is to learn or to understand or just to like be distracted by sometimes and I love hanging out with Libby for that reason because I feel like I can be I can talk to her about what's going on in my life and she's like She's so interested and, and and is awesome and gets so excited for me. But also, like, she brings me into a whole other – same with Annie, like, a whole other life or world that I'm just, like, not as much a part of. And it's so fun to, like, almost, like, remove myself from my bubble and realize my problems aren't that big of a deal. So, yeah, I'm so excited to be to see Libby. And honestly, I think she's missing me, too. We're, we're like, texting so excited to see each other. So, yeah. I also feel like Libby – is one of my like main friends I talk about boys with the most and like for some reason some of my friends here in LA just don't care to talk about guys I love talking about guys and we're like always talking about who we're dating who we're interested in who we have a crush on like who we should text how we should get to so-and-so's party like we I just love talking about guys with her so I'm excited about that what has been your happiest memory in the past year oh my god I will say my Europe trip like specifically being in London with all of my friends I remember being like this is so forking fun and I was really proud of like saving up for that planning it like making it happen like it's so easy to like I feel like talk or get excited or like you know talk about the idea of going on a trip but like actually doing it in such a short amount of time like I did like was a really like fulfilling feeling and going like challenging myself to like even like Trevor couldn't get on the same flight as me or like you know he had to leave early and like me having to travel by myself and figure it out was just it felt rewarding and fun and like challenging and exciting yet that was super fun I feel like also like I loved Super Bowl weekend (laughs) which is so stupid but like that was so fun. Um, I I really developed a new fun friend group here. So that's been a lot of fun. Going to Indiana last year for homecoming was a freaking blast. Those are some of my favorite memories, I would say. When was the last time you felt truly understood by somebody? Who was it and what did they understand? I feel like... <laughs> I'm trying to trying to not say someone obvious because like obviously I just Alicia and Ashley like I feel like are who I'm closest to. I feel like Gracie, who is on my management team, and what's funny is I actually we went to fit them together and I like Loki kind of connected her with my manager and she's like on my management team now. It's like a long story. But I went to dinner with her and I felt like I feel like she just gets me like she fully understands 
why I am the way I am, like why I can't upload as much as I want to. Like I feel like she understands my vision for me, myself, my brand. She understands the things I struggle with. I went to dinner with her and I literally like I was like crying. <laughs> and I like I was I really felt understood and I felt very grateful. So yeah, probably Gracie. Shout out Gracie. Love her. This is a great question. What limiting belief is holding you back the most right now? My greatest struggle in life literally is me thinking that I have to hit A, B, and C to be able to do D. So that's why I'm like so psychotic about the quote launch now, adjust later, because like there's never going to be a good time. You're never going to reach A, B, and C to reach D. Like you just have to like jump into the the deep end. And even now, like, I'm always like, I wish I had more time to do the things I want to do. And it's like, shut the fuck up and just do them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, when I say that, I get annoyed with myself because I'm like, you actually can. You just would have to cut back on other things. So like, I don't want to hear myself complain about it. So that's something I struggle with. Like, I'll even be like, oh, when my acne clears up, like, I'll vlog the way I want to, which is so, what the fuck? That is so fucked up. Like, actually, or I'll be like, when I get verified, I'll be able to do this. And it's just like, that is so not true. Like, being in the entertainment world more than anything means you can jump, like, from one letter to another. Like, it's not a direct path. Like, no one has a direct path. It's all over the place. And it's like, you just have to dive into it and do whatever the fork you are complaining about because it's never going to get easier. So, yeah, I'm just like, that's why I always am saying launch now, adjust later, because it's like, I resonate so much with that quote. So, yeah, I would say like me thinking that what limiting belief is like right now would be like, oh, I don't have enough time. It's like, yeah, I don't, but if I would stop going out as much or stop having such a good social life or, you know what I mean, like doing shit like that, or maybe if even, even I stopped working out as much, which is like, I don't want to do that. But like, there's things I can give and take so that I have more time to do the things, the thing that I'm complaining about not doing right now. So I need to really work through my schedule and figure that out. I'm like low-key inspiring myself right now. <laughs> okay. This is kind of like a weird question to ask myself, but it's how would you describe me to a stranger? So I'm going to basically describe myself to a stranger as if y'all are a stranger, which this is really weird and hard. Fun, outgoing, easy to get along with. I I think that I can get along with pretty much anyone. Like I'll find a common ground. I'm like confident in that. Um, Motivating. Like I feel like I... That's one thing that I love doing is like motivating my friends to do the thing they've always wanted to do, gassing them up, you know, I don't know, just like getting someone excited about whatever it is. I love doing that and I feel like I'm good at that. And I feel like I'm good at that because I need that. <laughs> so I like do what I want. I feel like I have a hard time having people that find people that like actually motivate or gas me up because I think a lot of people think I have it all together. And because I'm motivating others, like, I'm fine. I think people forget. I don't know. So, yeah, I really, like, cherish when I find friends that gas me up the way I gas them up. Because that's just, like, natural for me to do. 
but um I think because I am I do present myself as like outgoing happy-go-lucky like excited which I am like that's not inauthentic it's just sometimes like I could really use that (laughs) so I'm like trying to surround myself with people that gas me up just as much as I gas them up is like very important to me how else would I describe myself I would say I'm like loyal very loyal um like reliable like I'm the type of person like I almost show up too much like I need more time for myself I feel like I'm (laughs) this is almost to almost to a fault I'm inclusive like I'm almost like invite too many people (laughs) or um like I'll invite the random person we met at so and so so like I think but I think that's good in LA like a lot of people are exclusive and are weird and like won't give you the time of day unless you are bigger than them or like have more followers than them or can bring more value to the table or so-and-so is your aunt or or uncle. Like I know so many people that I've met, which is so weird. I've met them multiple times. I've been to their house multiple times. I, we've had conversations multiple times. We've gotten a drink together, like, and you know, they don't follow me back or they, I, I always have to say hi, or they like somehow always forget not necessarily my name, but like things that we've talked about or I don't know. It's just, or I don't have their number. I'm like, that's so fucking weird to me. Like I can't imagine getting, meeting someone literally like more than 10 times and not like getting their number or following them or like, I I don't know. It's just weird. It's just so weird to me. And I know like, I don't even care about the like follower, like that, like the, getting a follower like it's not that I just feel like now like that's the like more common way to connect even then like I feel like giving my number is very personal whereas like giving my Instagram that's like not very personal I don't know I just feel like that's so weird to me when people are weird like that which most of the time it's because of like something previously that had happened and someone overstepped their boundary and got weird or creepy so I understand when people are guarded but like I'm like, Alicia Marie is one of the biggest people in the world and she is inclusive. So no one has any excuse. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I'm inclusive. What else? I should say something like negative. (laughs) I feel like I'm very, I have like a strong presence, which can be like a blessing or a curse to some people, depending on who it is. Like some people live for it. They like the energy. They like the spice. They like the juice, you know what I mean? Sometimes I think it's too much or too overbearing or I'm, you know, I'm a little bit stepping on their limelight or their spotlight or whatever it is. Um, So I think that can be sometimes a fault. Like, I I feel like definitely in L.A., like I've I know my role when walking into a room, like whose time it is to shine or whatever. But um, I don't know. Sometimes I think I. I don't know, maybe I'm a little overbearing for some people's personalities, but I I am good. Like I'm a chameleon, like I can adapt to others well and like their vibe. So it just depends. I don't know. I want to give myself permission to feel relaxed, (laughs) like guilt-free relaxing. That's what I would say. What's the hardest part about dating me? Oh, gosh. I think I have a lot of unsaid expectations. Like, of course, there's the obvious, like, have a job, 
like be respectful. Like there's, yeah, of course you're gonna have that expectation, right? But like, I definitely secretly note when someone does something that I don't like and I almost like, I don't tell them, which is bad. Like I should be like, hey, that bothered me when you did this. But instead I like, I literally note it and put it in the back of my head. And then the next time something else like that happens, like I, it's like a tally, like racking up. And I need to not do that. I need to be like, hey, it actually bothers me when you do this. Or hey, like, can you try and do this this way next time or whatever? I, I do have a lot of expectations. <laughs> um, again, blessing and a curse. But I don't like to like, at the end of the day, I'd rather have too many expectations than too little. Like... Again, to reiterate, like I am confident in in who I am and what I've built and I work my ass off and I don't want anyone to dim that um, or be like less than like they should be adding value to my life, not making it worse. So I think I, I, I am confident saying I'd rather have more expectations than not. But like me thinking of the person dating myself that I can see how that's annoying, how I have like random expectations that I just never said <laughs> um like how are you supposed to know them so you can meet them so I understand that maybe I should be more communicative like hey I love it when a b and c or I love it when you do this I don't like it, it be up front I think the also the hardest part about dating is like at the end of the day when I like someone I need to be pursued like I don't like being the one making the plans, chasing after. I like being liked. Like that's attractive to me. When someone like pursues me and likes me, that turns me on. <laughs> so someone that's not afraid to like, they're like, I don't give a fuck, I like you. Like I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care how embarrassing this is. That is so attractive to me and it shows confidence. So yeah, I think that's hard with dating me because I won't put much effort in at the beginning. But once you have me hooked, I'm hooked. So it's worth it when you put that, the effort in. This is a crazy question. Have you changed your mind about anything recently? Yeah, I feel like my I've been changing my mind a lot about a lot of things recently. One huge thing, which I know I've chatted about a lot on this podcast, is like, I do not have the desire to go out the way I used to and like drink the way I used to. So I've changed my mind on that, like feeling like I need to go out to be fulfilled or happy all the time. Like I can genuinely I'm I'm so proud of saying that, like I can make myself happy on my own being in my apartment by myself, because if you would have asked me even like six months ago, if I could do that, I like. I that would scare me I would be like I can't even be alone <laughs> so now that I've like uh, I've changed my mind about that like that being being alone is fun and it rocks and it's like rejuvenating versus like yes I do get rejuvenated by seeing people but I'm also realizing the toll it kind of takes on me oh this is a crazy question what compliment do you think I like to hear the most I'm trying to think of the compliment I love to hear the most honestly I think my like most cherished compliment is in regards to like, well, two things. 
One in regards in regards to work, like I I really fucking appreciate when someone that like I look up to in the industry or I respect like lets me know that like they think my work is good. Like someone co- genuinely complimenting me on my podcast because they actually listened or being like, dude, you're actually good at making videos or whatever it is. Like I, you don't understand how much that means to me because I feel like I'm always like second guessing the content I put out like obviously like when you guys comment like that like it's like the specific comments that are like dude the editing editing in this was crazy like I can tell you take time like finding the music like that is like my favorite compliment in the world because I'm like it, it just like it's almost like you're appreciating and understand the work it took to put into that or, or someone that's like you were you're meant to do this or you're so good at that or like you were born to do this like that <sighs> Because I feel like we doubt ourselves inevitably all the time. Honestly, it's never really like a physical thing. Like, yeah, obviously that makes me feel good in the moment. But like what stands out to me is when people are like complimenting me on like, I guess, my character or just like my work, especially when they're like, dude, you're so fun to be around or like something like that. Like, I feel like I hardly ever hear that, even though like I know I am fun to be around, but like it's low-key like a weird compliment like it's easier to be like your shirt's so cute but like I want to get better at that as being like hey like I really admire your the way you talk to people or I really admire the like effort you put into like trying to hang out with people or whatever like I feel like I want to get better at that because I know how much I appreciate that what is your most toxic trait you can admit to I feel like definitely along the lines of like never being fully satisfied and also not only in myself but I I won't be fully satisfied with others either like I'm like let me give a good example even like my to-do list today <laughs> like it's unrealistic and I like probably won't get everything done and I'm gonna be mad tonight like I feel like I can't fully ever be like wow I'm so happy I got this much done or whatever like I really do and I judge others too I'm like that's all you did today like I which is bad like I shouldn't do that I don't know I feel like I judge others like work ethic a lot I'm like well I did this so you should be able to like I don't want to hear you complain about blah 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 I'm sure we all do this but yeah that's kind of my toxic trait trying to think of like oh my other toxic trait with dating (laughs) Is I'll be like at a bar if some guy comes up to me and talks to me, he'll be like, do you want me to get you a drink? And I'll be like, no, I'm good. And like (laughs) my toxic trait is I still want him to buy me one. That's my toxic trait. Scratch the other one. I like expect people. Yeah. Like with guys, I'll be like, no, I'm like, I kind of want to hang out with my friends tonight. And I want them to be like, but I want to see you. Like (laughs) that's my toxic trait. It's not good. But they'll just do what I say. I'll be like, no, I don't want a drink. And then they won't give me a drink. And then I'll be like, what the heck? Why didn't he get me a drink? Like, that's toxic. I shouldn't do that. But I like, I don't know if in my head, I like liked the challenge. Like someone that would get me a drink even after I said no, like, I'm like, that's a keeper. But that's not good. I shouldn't think like that. Okay. I'm going to go into your guys' questions now because I feel like that's enough of the we're not really strangers. By the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, definitely do. I feel like it's fun over there. I'm always posting like question stickers and 
polls and honestly random chaotic parts of my life. (laughs) Have you ever had body image issues? If so, how did you overcome them? Yes, I feel like every day I struggle with body image. I hate talking about this shit because I'm like, I feel like I'm so filtered and I don't op- I don't speak freely because I'm worried about the response, which I wish I could just speak freely and not worry about the response. But that's just like, unfortunately, the way the Internet works is like I have to worry about the response. But I'm going to try and speak freely here. I think one thing that really helps me is just remembering that like genetics are like 90 percent of everything. So like the way a person is or like the way they're raised, like it's just why a person is the way they are. Again, same with genetics. Like the reason my body is the way it is, is like 90%, I would say, because from genetics. And that's just like, that's just how it is. And honestly, for some reason, that just brings me peace because it's unfixable. Like, and I love my body. Like, I try to. And, like, some days I really do love it. And my body is awesome. But, like, remembering that it's, like, not here. I think also, one, remembering that most bodies are genetics. And then the second thing is my body is healthy. Like, I think prioritizing health versus the look of it is, like, what I try and remember And like, what is it doing for me today? Like, it's getting me through the day. It's getting me up. It's like just a crazy workout. Um, The fact that I can like run around all day. I can go out, get drunk, wake up the next day, work out. Like, that's pretty amazing. So I think I try and remember it like big picture wise. That helps me like overcome any body image issue. Honestly, like I would say that's the main thing. And I think just realizing that there's like bigger fish to fry like there's bigger issues in the world like why am I going to fixate on this one little body when there's millions of other bodies and things going on in the world does that make sense I hope so what are you working on to improve yourself right now I feel like two things one getting back on my gym grind instead of being like oh I just want to go for an hour like I'm trying to make more like athletic goals so that and then to um i'm really trying to execute my ideas it's really hard for me to have like i i feel like i have great ideas it's hard for me to execute them so like actually putting action behind them and like fully executing them not just like half-assing or starting it it's easy to start it's hard to finish so i'm trying to finish strong on things how to have difficult conversations one thing that i've been doing lately that i absolutely love is audio messages because especially with like obviously don't do this with like a work thing or like I'm trying to think of a bad scenario but like with a friend or like you know someone that isn't like a co-worker or like I don't know where it would be unprofessional to do audio messages I don't know I think it's a great way to do to like have conversations because you can like hear the tone versus like when people like send me a long paragraph with like periods that like literally is an automatic like anxiety attack coming like I don't like that like I either like the small bubbles which honestly I don't even like texting because I'm just like I'm reading it the way that I think you're saying it which I'm gonna like if we're having a deep hard conversation I'm gonna read it like you're saying it mean versus when I'm like hey 
no, this is not to make you mad. I just wanted to bring it up so it doesn't happen again. It's totally okay that it happened. You know, it really bothered me when you did this. And like, I get it. I hear where you're coming from. I know you're having a bad day. It just kind of upset me. And I wanted to let you know because I don't want it to happen again. And I just want to avoid it. And you know, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Like hearing my tone, it just makes it so much more casual and relaxed and like fixable. I feel like when like the way I read hate comments are literally like, you are ugly bitch. Like that's how I read it versus like, well, that's actually mean. But someone that's like, I didn't like the song that you used in this video. I read it like, I didn't like the fucking song you used. Like when really it's just someone being like, hey, I didn't really like that song you chose. It's not my vibe. Like I, something about the tone and the way you deliver, like the way you deliver the message is I feel like so underrated. So I feel like having hard conversations are great via audio message on your phone because even like, I don't know, texting is so premeditated and not that audio messages aren't, but it allows yourself to talk openly instead of like texting is just like scary and like triggers me because it reminds me of when I would get in like fights with my friends in high school and we were like mean. <laughs> so something about like the audio message delivery is way more casual, but it's still effective and it doesn't blow up into a bigger fight. I feel like it helps resolve things. So yeah, that would be my piece of advice. And just honestly, like the hardest part about having hard conversations is like the waiting period to have it. So when someone's like, hey, can we talk? And you're like, yeah, Thursday. And then you're like stress out the entire time until Thursday versus like audio messages is like, hey, I've been thinking about this. Let me know if you'd like to talk about this in person later. But... I want to get the ball started. I'm not that mad. I just like wanted to blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Something about that. And it still allows the time. It still allows the other person to respond and like think about it and have time to marinate. Like, I don't know. I really like it. So I feel like sometimes when I'm like having a tough conversation in person, I'm like rambling. I'm not saying what I want to say. Audio message, I feel like is the best of both world worlds. Will you ever consider a hair color other than blonde? Honestly, no, I don't think so. Okay, I think that's everything. I hope that you learned something new from me today. Um, it's scary for me to like be on the other side of an interview and I kind of wanted to do We're Not Really Strangers because I feel like it's like low-key interviewing myself in a deep way. Let me know if you like this type of podcast because I would love to do like a series on this. I think that'd be really fun. And why don't you comment down below who you feel like you can be most vulnerable or most yourself around and tell me why like is it your grandparent is it a sibling is it your best friend let's chat in the comments i'd love to read them anyway have the best day ever don't forget to follow me on instagram tiktok youtube all the things it's tk's juicy polls across the board or taylor king on youtube and make someone's day this week go out of your way to make their day it'll come back karma's a thing y'all i love you guys Peace.